0: Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM.
1: But today I got a treat. Um, I'm going to share concerning the peace of God, the peace of God. And how many know that we need peace in such a time as this? We were living in some challenging challenging times and it's, it's just it's just so great to know that the Lord has provided peace for us and I think to next week I'll preach about in the meantime that's the name of it in the meantime what do you do from the time you pray to the time that you you are receiving from God and learning how to wait on God I don't, I don't think that there's a lot of people who know how to wait on God. sometimes we get in a rush we pray, And we expect things to happen right away. And things are happening spiritually, but naturally things are not. And so what do you do in the meantime from the time that you pray to the time that you receive? Oh, the manifestation, I should say. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we come to you in Jesus' name. I thank you for for this wonderful opportunity to share your word. I pray, Father, for divine utterance granted to me your son and your slave, supernatural divine utterance. Man, I speak as a mere man, but as the mouthpiece of God to these, your people. They pressed out for 8 o'clock service, and I'm asking you to strengthen them and may the rest of their day and the rest of their week and the rest of this month and the rest of this year and even the rest of their lives continue to, have an overflowing pipe of your glory and your grace and your presence and your blessings. Father, I thank you. May we make decisions in light of eternity. May we be people of faith and people of hope and people of integrity and people of our word and people of honesty. Lord, I thank you for the things that you're doing in us and among us. Even in the midst of a pandemic, we are thriving. We are growing. We are being strengthened. I thank you that, Lord, you hide us under the shadow of the Almighty, that our lives are hidden in Christ. I thank you that the evil one does not touch us, for we are in Christ. We're so very grateful. Grant unto your people the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, flooded with light, that they may know what is the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards them that believe. God, I thank you. I thank you for what you're doing in our hearts and our minds and in our families and on our jobs and... And in our church, God, I thank you, God. We praise you. Come on, just lift up your hands. Father, we praise you and we thank you. We honor you this morning. Father, I thank you on September the 12th, 2021. I thank you that your peace is stronger in our lives than it's ever been. And I thank you, Father, for that grace and that anointing that makes teaching and preaching easy, Father. I thank you, Father, for the ability to speak your word with boldness and and utterance, and and that you will flow by your Spirit, words of wisdoms and words of knowledge and and, and, and diverse kinds of tongues and the interpretation of tongues, the gifts of healings and the gift of faith and the working of miracles, God, discerning of spirit. We welcome these gifts. And thank you, Father, that we everything that we do and we say it's rooted out of love, Father. Love for you and love for your people. And we give your name, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Glory to God. So we're going to talk about the peace of God. You know that the, the journey, our journey on the earth is filled with many, many trials. How many, know, how many going through a trial right now? Raise your hand. Don't be, there's no shame in going through a trial. <laughs> you are either in the beginning of a trial Elijah raised his hand. And you either at the beginning of a trial, middle of a trial, or at the end of a trial, and then you may get a little break and then you go right into a trial. And we'll talk more and more about that and what it looks like to suffer as a Christian. I mean, know that God has called us to suffer. <laughs> I got one halfway. <laughs> but we're we're called to suffer and we'll talk a little bit about that. And and that God, this is this is part of the journey in which we live. And we'll define what a trial is. <laughs> a trial may not necessarily look, it does not look the same for each person. Everybody has a different the trial shows up differently. But in the midst of whatever trial or whatever process or whatever period or stage that you find yourself in, there's the peace of God. We have God has blessed us with peace. I'll give you a short testimony. Last night, um, I, I've have struggled for years. Everybody say years yeah. with sleeping. And sleep has been a issue in my life for the last ten years. Mm. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just, and, and I, I actually got really. <clears throat> um, there's something when I'm tired. It's just, it's the worst feeling in the world to me. I just, I'd rather die than oh, just God. be that tired. And it's just like I, I feel like I'm just walking. The Walking Dead, and so for years and years and years and years, I've struggled with um, sleep. I've taken stuff. I, I bought one time. I bought recently. I bought some some kind of powder stuff was like $100, and I was like, oh, you just drink it, and it's supposed to knock you out. It did the opposite. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world? And then it was too late. I missed the um, guaranteed, you know, sent it back. I missed that opportunity. I'm like, give me my money back, <laughs> I wrote. But, um, yeah, so I've struggled for years and years with not being able to sleep. I mean, if, if, if um, a wind blow, if the, you know, I'll wake up. Just a light sleeper. Courtney's the opposite. I could go to Mexico and back, and she still <laughs> wouldn't know it. She's out. When she's out, she's out. Some of y'all know that. <laughs> um, but but I, I've just, me, I'm just a light sleeper. I can hear just a crack in the house. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I got a machete, a machete in my house, and I'm just like ready, like, oh, somebody came into the house. But Anyway, um, that's not, you know. But, you know. Um, I, I, I've struggled with sleep. I really struggle with sleep. Um, And so last night, I was, you know, Kevin ministered about sleep, the theology of sleep. And last night, I said, Father, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm supposed to preach tomorrow. I don't want to be tired up there and look like 20 years older, you know, because I didn't sleep. And so, Father, I'm asking you um, to give me sleep. You said in Psalm 127 that you give your beloved sweet sleep. And I am your beloved because of Jesus. Ephesians 1 says that we've been accepted into beloved. So, Lord, I claim sweet sleep tonight. And I thank you for the sleep. And I slept better than I've slept in a very long time. God is so good. And, and just the little things like that we take for granted, but that, that's such a blessing. Um, just just and, and when I was at Budweiser, I, I would you know, overnight, and I, they called, they changed my name from PD to SP, the sleeping pastor, because I would literally be working and have sleep. I, I could have cut my arm off machines. Like, I got one time, my, my, my arm got caught on the machine, and I was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I doing? And, and I've, I probably fell asleep probably 99.9% of the time driving home. It's just the grace of God. I mean, literally, I would, like, literally fall asleep, but God has been faithful, um, and I'm telling you, last night was the best sleep I had in a very long time. Probably, like, last time I had sleep like that, or well, two times. It's once, oh, we, went, we were juicing, we did nothing, we did this juice diet, and that was some good sleep, and the time before that was on a cruise. And that was before I got married. I went on a cruise, and that sleep was the best sleep. <laughs> it was heaven. And so last night, the Lord gave me that sleep. So that, that peace is available for us, even in our sleep. Amen. Amen. And so we have, we, in, in months ago, I, I talked about three dimensions of peace. We have peace with God, peace from God, and the peace of God. Peace with God. Everything flows with peace with God. So once we have peace with God, then we can have the peace from God and we can have the peace of God. And with that said, go with me to Luke chapter 2, Luke chapter 2, we're talking about the peace of God. You just don't understand, I'm grateful and I can breathe. Y'all heard the testimony where I couldn't breathe for like three years? And I mean to breathe, I'm smell and I can smell now. I'm just so very grateful. Um, I went to the, the advanced ENT doctor in May, and they told me that um, the, the nasal polyps grew back, and I started cursing them, and they gave me some stuff for it, and now uh, they're, they're dead. <laughs> they're gone, and I can breathe. I mean, I can smell. I can breathe, but I can smell. And I'm so very grateful for those things. For three years, I didn't smell the hallway. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. We need some candles up in here <laughs> or something. But but God is so good. How many know you need to thank God for even those things that we consider to be small—the ability to taste, the ability to smell, the ability to sleep—these graces that we've taken for granted for so many times. And I'm just so very grateful for that. Luke chapter two, verse fourteen. Luke chapter 2 verse 14 says this, glory to God in the highest, this is the angels proclaiming the good news of Jesus coming, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. So we see here at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the angels proclaim that peace will be upon the earth. Not peace in the sense of everything. We know that there's many wars and rumors of wars and hurricanes. And, and thank you all so much for giving towards the Haiti relief. We were able to sell $500. And for my, pa- my pastor friend in Haiti, he's doing a work, and he's so very grateful. He said, tell KLM we love them, and, and their work has gone to, I mean, their seed has gone to work. And, of course, we sow into Uganda and different people. So what you give on Sunday morning or whenever you get paid, it is going throughout the earth. And even from the guy from Canada, he was so blessed by the message that he sowed a seed. And he says, I want to let you know that I'm praying in tongues like I've never done before. And it woken something up inside of him. And so just know that God's peace is upon the earth, not in the sense of no calamity, but the peace with God. So these angels declared that there will be peace on earth, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. So there's peace, and King James says peace towards all men. Ephesians chapter 6, go over to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 15. The peace of God. It's so important to have this peace even when you feel like you want to just be stressful? is to have the peace of God. There's something about peace. We 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 all at times are tempted to stress out. Um, there there are many things naturally we can do to to help with the, the peace. Um, I mean, to stress In Ephesians chapter six verse fifteen. It says this. This is part of the armor of God. It says, and as the shoe and as shoes for your feet having put on the readiness given by the what? The gospel of what? The gospel of peace. And so we, so this gospel that we preach, this gospel that we believe, this gospel that we have received, it is the gospel of peace. It's not the gospel of calamity, but it's the gospel of peace. Amen. That's good news. Peace and goodwill towards all men um, available through the birth of Christ. And so we're going to look at the Word of God and what the Word of God has to say with peace. Go with me to Romans 5, one of my favorite scriptures, Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2, it says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, the word justified simply means it's it's another way of saying just as if we've never sinned, justified, just as if we have never sinned. we're never, you know, the song that we're singing, Jireh, we're never more loved than we are right now. God is not going to love us more in the future. His love for us is the same. Good, bad, or ugly, his love is the same. It says, therefore, we've been just, we have been justified by what? Faith. We have what? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have peace with God. At one point, there was... There was beef between God and us, and Jesus crushed that beef and became that beef, and now we have peace. He's, he's called the Prince of Peace. Isaiah chapter 6, he says his name should be called Wonderful Counselor or Miracle Worker, Everlasting Father or the one who fathers eternity, and then it says Prince of Peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And he distributes peace upon earth. And even at his birth, his first coming, there was peace declared among those who was pleasing to the Lord. And here the scripture says we have peace with God. The greatest peace that we can have is with God. There's a lot of people, I don't want mad at me, but I don't want God to be mad at me. I want to have peace with him. When he looks upon me, I want him to see his son's life and his son's work applied to my life. And I want him to deal with me, not according to my sins, but according to his righteousness. For Jesus is our righteousness. So we have peace with God, and therefore we have the peace of God and the peace from God. That's good news today. That's good news. That's worth you driving across town and across several townships just to get here to hear that you have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus, Jesus provided peace with God. You can't get peace with God by doing all the right things but having faith in the one, the only one who is holy among us. Glory to God. Peace with God. and So um, this peace with God will produce the peace of God. At one point we were at war with God, but now we have peace with God. Either you have peace with God or you have war with God. And the choice is really ours because Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection all accomplish and establish us to have peace with God for eternity. And so when I go to God, I say, God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is not a magical Um, formula, but the name of Jesus is saying in the person, in the work of Jesus, in the person, in everything that Jesus accomplished, I come to you. I come to you in his stead. I come to you based on the blood, the basis of the blood. I approach your throne unless I'm consumed. So whenever you mess up, confess up and he'll cleanse you. And even if you don't mess up, just come before him just says, I come to you based on the blood of Jesus. I'm telling you, that change your prayer life. I come to you based on the blood of Jesus. I want to thank you, Father, for being my very own Father. I want to thank you for life and peace and joy and, 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 and the Holy Spirit. I thank you for this day. is the day that you have created. And I thank you for that peace, the peace of God in my body. The peace with God will produce peace, the peace of God in your body. How many know that your body needs to be at peace? And there's times that there's stress that will come upon your body, whether it's at work or at home or or the challenges of life and stress will get around your shoulders and your neck and your body and God's peace will liberate you from that stress. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, we're talking about the peace of God. The peace of God is a weapon against the enemy's stress, against the enemy's anxiety. The, the, that, that, that is that, that stress that may come upon you as a result of life. Ephesians chapter 2, And let's look at verse 11. It says, Therefore, remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at this time, at that time, separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope when without God in this world or in the world. But now, everybody say now. In Christ Jesus, you who, once, who you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, for He Himself is what? Our is our peace. Who's made us both one has broken down in the flesh the dividing wall of hostility. So we see that it's in Christ we have peace. He is our peace. He's the one who crushed the, the hostility that we had against God, God had against us. He made peace. He is our peace. He is our substitute. Jesus took our place, and now we have the peace. We are the victors because he became the, the very sacrifice that God demanded. Amen. Amen. He killed the hostility. He came and preached peace to everyone, both Jews and Gentiles. At one point, Jews and Gentiles were separated, but in Christ, we are one. We are one body. It's in Christ that God is creating a new humanity. Glory to God. And through him, we have access in one spirit to the Father. He made a way for us to have peace with God and peace with one another. A citizen of the of the saints, members of the household of God, prepared us to be a sanctuary. Peace from God. What is peace? Peace is not the absence of conflict. Peace is not the absence of conflict. How many know that conflict is good sometimes? Yeah. Especially in spouses, I mean, in marriage relationship, you have to have a conflict. Come on, let's have a moment. Come to a moment to Jesus. Come to Jesus moment you have to have com- sometimes conflict is good it brings out resolutions and, and you, you you know there's sometimes to express yourselves mm-hmm. and tell you know if you're walking around eggshells with your spouse something is wrong yeah. you should be able to freely not be disrespectful but freely express what's going on inside on amen right? and and so peace is not the absence of conflict but instead, peace is really the presence of God. It, is, it, it isn't a life free from trials and tribulations and, and, and tragedies, but it's the presence of God in the midst of that. According to Strong's Concordance, peace is um, prosperity, quietness, rest. Peace is shalom. Um, th- th- it's a big theme in the Old Testament of, of shalom. One of my professors, he, when he greets me, he says, shalom. I was like, thank you. <laughs> it means nothing missing and nothing broken. Completeness, rest, soundness. A state is it, not just tranquility, but it's, 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 it, it, it goes beyond that. It, it's, uh, you're, 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 at, you're at a blessed state. God sent peace to all the saints. And again, again, you see Paul and the apostles writing to the churches, and they'll say, "Grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ." So we get double peace for the double for the troubles that we're facing, peace from God and peace from our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace from God means not only tranquility from God, but it, it again nothing missing, but nothing broken. Things are intact. Peace is the way of God. It's the way in which God, how God lives. How many have experienced the peace of God? If you, when you were angry and, and something happened and you wanted to go off, and all of a sudden the peace comes upon you. That's the way God lives out all the time. He lives in that state. If, though things are going crazy on the earth, he lives in a state of peace and so therefore we have the peace from him and the peace of him and the most importantly the peace with him peace with god produces peace from god which produces the peace of god the peace of god again, again is how god lives john chapter 16 john chapter 16 the peace of god john chapter 16 let's go to verse 33 says, I've said these things to you that in me you may have, what? Peace. But in the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. So we see Jesus is contrasting being in him and in the world. How many know that we're in the world? <laughs> we're not, somebody once said, oh, pray for me that I won't have any um, any trials or I pray that the devil will leave me alone. I said, well, you want me to pray that you die? <laughs> because in this world, you're going to have some challenges, some challenges and some trials and some tribulation. And so Jesus says, in me, you have peace, but in the world, you have tribulation. So our, it's important that we are rooted in Christ. We, are, um, we have union with Christ. Our union, our communion, our common union is with Christ. We have union with Christ. He is the vine, and we are the branches. We're rooted in the olive tree, according to Romans 9. And so God has united us with Christ. And so therefore, we are in Christ. It's in him we live and move and have our existence. So in Christ, we have peace. So whenever you need peace, realize you are in Christ. One of the fruit of the Spirit is what? Peace. The peace. That's part of the fruit of the Spirit. The part of the the recreated born-again Spirit is that fruit of peace. And so really, peace is inside of you. Peace, because of the peace with God, God has given you the fruit of the Spirit so you can pull upon that, that fruit of peace, Even as, I'm thinking about Colossians, I mean, in um, James where it says, um, let patience have her perfect work in you. We can substitute that and put every fruit of the Spirit. Let peace have her perfect work in you. Let the peace of God, let us mature in the peace of God. Let's grow in the peace of God. How many know that you can grow in the peace of God, just like you can grow in love? You can grow in joy. You can grow in long-suffering. You can grow in self-temperance or self-control, You in faithfulness. So just like you can grow in all the other fruit of the Spirit, you can grow in the, in the fruit of peace. Just imagine all hell is breaking loose, and you have peace. You can sleep in the storm. When Ida came, I I I exercise my peace. <laughs> I went to sleep, <laughs> and, and I woke up, and I re- and I saw all that happened in New Jersey. How I many you know you can sleep in the peace like Jesus did in the storm, and also like Jonah. Jonah slept on the, on the ship. He was like <laughs> it was a storm. They said, like, "Wake up, wake up." We can have peace. I'm not saying be stupid. You know, especially what happened to some of us with the storm and the flooding, you know, uh, with different places where we're living. I know Irvington was pretty crazy. And so, but what I'm saying to you, there's no need to fear even when things are crazy. Cause things are going to be crazy because we deal with, we're in the world of sin. We're in a fallen world and we have to deal with the devil. The devil is, is a real being. And he's not just sitting back and letting us have revival. <laughs> it's not gonna be easy. You know, if you're looking for a the a a, a, a the a life, a walk in the park or a, a a the bed of roses in life, you're not gonna have that. <laughs> there are times that God will bless you with calmness externally, but how I many know that it's just Things don't always go your way. <laughs> I mean, I think from the moment we're born, we realize that because we're crying. Like, we, I'm hungry. I got this poop on me. Uh, you know, I don't like this. And, and we, you can see kids expressing that they're not at peace. They want to have their way. How many know God doesn't let us have our way? Thank God. Amen. Glory to God. Come on, let's thank God for Amen. him not letting us have our own way. Thank you, Lord. The worst thing that could happen to us is, is God to give us over to our desires. <laughs> oh, God, let put your desires in my heart and bring those desires to pass. But don't let me have my way. <laughs> don't let me have my way. I don't want to have my way. I, I want to understand what it means to suffer as a believer and to stand in the midst of a crazy generation and, and to be able to be faithful when everything else around me is being unfaithful. Amen. And so we, got, we have peace, the peace of God. In Christ, we have peace. In the world, we have tribulation. There's no real peace in this world outside of peace with Christ. You can't even enjoy money right. Uh, um, you can't even enjoy um, new cars and new things. You know, you get something new. You're kind of excited about it, and, and you like the smell of it. And then how many know that you get tired of it after a while? That newness wear off. If you get a new Bible, a new book, or a, a, there's a new television show or, or something, and you're excited about it for a moment, but then if it, it goes away. How I many know oh, God's peace is eternal? It lasts beyond just that temporary peace. Money cannot give us peace. Um, Um, marriage can't give us peace, Um, careers can't give us peace, relationships can't give us peace, true peace only comes from God through Christ. No Christ, no real peace. That's just a sobering reality that a lot of times people are seeking this peace that we have access to. They're seeking it. They're, they're, you know, they, if I get the right situation, get the right career, have this amount of money, have this, um, this type of friends, or, ha- you know, have the perfect kid. Thank God we don't have perfect kids. Glory to God. Our kids are active. Thank God. Because it could have been the other way around where they weren't active. Amen. Thank God that, that they, they have personality. And, they you know, it, it, God is good. This is the work of God. I think sometimes we don't allow kids to be kids, right? Uh, I, it's okay. They, they shouldn't all, you know, they're going to get on your last nerve. <laughs> that, that's part of life. That's part of this part of this responsibility. Glory to God. So when they act up, thank you, Jesus, they're active. <laughs> I know they're alive. <laughs> you turn around and say, you know what? I mean, I'm not saying you can't, don't discipline them and whatnot, but what I'm saying, sometimes we ride them. <laughs> the entire time, the first... You know, from birth to 18, (laughs) we're riding them. Don't do this, don't do this. If they're always hearing, don't do this, then they won't know what to do. (laughs) Sometimes you got to let them, I mean, I'm going to say let them beat up each other, but sometimes let them fight, fight it out. (laughs) Let's not say nothing. Let's see how they act. (laughs) But, but, But the peace of God is not the absence of conflict, but it's this presence. Amen. When you're on your job and you're facing challenges, Learning how to have peace. This peace will keep you and not allow stress to dominate you. You're going to be tempted to be stressful. I'm not telling you that you're going to live a stress-free life. But what I'm saying to you, in the midst of the stress, you can have peace. Access the peace. So when next time you're tempted to stress out and to allow anxiety to get a hold of you or to allow fear, just say, Lord, I thank you for the peace. I access faith. Through my faith in Christ, I access the peace that you've given me. And so now, Lord, I I receive peace. I receive peace in my mind. I receive peace in my heart. I receive peace in my body. I receive peace in my money. Come on. I, I receive peace in my relationships. I receive peace. Every area of my life, I receive peace. Thank you, Lord. I heard a pastor say recently, oh, we don't, I don't have any drama in my church. I said, huh, that's interesting because God does. God has a lot of drama in his church. Maybe you're not on the right side. I wanted to say that. I didn't say that to him. It's like, yeah, we, we, we you know, like everybody's praying, everybody's giving, everybody's getting along. That's not the case at KLM. You know what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Thank God for, for what God's doing in your life. But we just got to walk by faith at KLM. We trust in God every step of the way. I got the building. I got this. Praise the Lord. I got a million people. Praise the Lord. You got a million problems. (laughs) I I remember one time I heard this youth pastor. He had, uh, for real, this is not an exaggeration. He had 65,000 young people at his church, at his youth ministry. He was in Brazil. And he had to fill up the uh, 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 like a soccer field. (laughs) And he says he remembered when it was only 12 young people at his um, youth and he was like, oh, Lord, please, let me grow, let me grow. And God gave him a strategy. He began to grow. And it grew to 65,000 young people. And guess what? He says, I realize I got 65,000 problems. Everybody's calling me. Yo, my kid is in jail. Yo, my kid is a gay. Yo, my kid is, is pregnant. You know? And so I'm like, whoa, that turns. You know, if you think about it, you know, oh, give me more money. With more money comes what? More problems, mm-hmm. more responsibility. You want more kids, so you, you you know, whatever you're asking for, know that there's a responsibility that comes with it. Yeah. And you got to have peace, whether you have $2 or you have $2 million. Yeah. That, 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 that peace is so important. People with money kill themselves. Mm-hmm. People with great relationships from the external, they kill themselves. And so we don't seek those things we, we seek to have that peace because whether you have little or a lot, you have the peace of God. And that's more important to be able to sleep at night and at peace, have good success, not just success, but good success. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. A couple more scriptures before I let you go. I'm talking about permanent peace, eternal peace, peace that produces stability in the believer's life. How many know that we ought to be stable? Stable. <laughs> um we, we ought to be have consistency. Uh, five years from now, they, they, they should say that we're consistent with Christ. We're consistent with our word. We, that we don't change in the sense we change from glory to glory, but we, we don't change in the sense of and, and being inconsistent. Lord, help us to be stable. That peace will cause us to be stable. Glory to God. Two scriptures I'm going to give you before I let you go. God reveals himself as the God of peace. Philippians 4, 9 says he's the God of peace. He's the God of peace. Isaiah 9, 6, Jesus is the prince of peace. Jesus is the prince of peace. So as you can see, we're going to continue this next week. Um, But I want to leave you with this. uh, One of the things to do to access peace. One thing that you can do to access peace every single day is just simply learning how to receive the peace. Receive it. So so one way you can do it is I receive your peace, Father. I receive your peace, Jesus. Spirit of the living God, you're the spirit of peace. I receive the peace. Real simple, just I receive peace. Open yourself up to the peace of God. Receive it. Take hold of it, spiritually speaking, and grab hold and receive the peace. Thank you for peace. So when things go crazy this week, say, I receive peace. I thank you for the peace of God. In the midst of what's going to happen, happen this week. You're going to have some trials this week. That's not a prophecy. (laughs) It's going to happen. Things are not going to go your way but receive peace. Just say, Lord, I thank you for the peace. So let's practice that. Lord, I thank you for the peace of God. I receive peace in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. We just praise you for the peace of God. It's the peace of God, the peace that surpasses all understanding, the peace that keeps us in the midst of a perverted generation. The peace, oh God, I thank you for peace. Bless your people with your peace this week like never before. Let them experience shalom, nothing missing and nothing broken. Though things around them may be broken, I thank you that in Christ there's nothing broken and nothing missing. Your peace be upon their lives and on their children and on their grandchildren and on their jobs and on their uh, at home and in their sleep and when they eat. Uh, God, every aspect of their life, may there be peace, peace in their relationships. Though people may be acting crazy that they are considered to be children of God because your words declares, blessed are the peacemaker." for they shall be called the sons and daughters of God and I thank you for the peace the peace that surpasses all understanding just lift up your hands and receive the peace of God receive the peace thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord Jesus thank you for that peace You can access that peace every day. When things are crazy or when things are going your way, learn to receive that peace and walk in it. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. I honor you this morning. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. I pray that you receive something this morning. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Walk in that peace this week. Maybe the best week of your life, not in the sense that everything went your way, but that you walked in the peace of God. You walked. In, God will walk with you in he- through hell. <laughs> he will walk with you through your struggles. <laughs> That's good news, that God is with us in trouble. Let me give you the scripture before I let you go. Some of y'all don't believe me. Psalm 91, look at this. This will bless your life. Psalm 91 right here, it just will destroy uh, negative things in your life, in your mentality. Psalm 91, the very end, it says this, verse 15. I, I just, well, I'm, I'm tempted. Verse 14, because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him. This is Lord speaking. Because he's know, he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. What's the next part? I will be with you or be with him in trouble. So God is with us in trouble. Come on now. That, that's good news. That's good news. God is with us in trouble. <laughs> you, just highlight, Lord, I thank you for being with me. Thank you for being with Whatever trouble that is ahead of me, you're with me. <laughs> good news. Your marriage going crazy. You're with me. Our kids acting up, you're with me. Supervisors acting up, you're with me. Money looking funny, you're with me. Prosperity, you're with me. Health, sickness, death, you're with me. Good news, y'all. That's good news. No matter what you're going through, God is with you. (laughs) Glory to God. Have a wonderful week, a God-filled week. May the God of peace be with you. In Jesus' name.
0: That concludes this week's message and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Grand New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to his word. God bless you.